Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. So, at the last episode, I believe we went over the last of the qualifications frameworks that I had in mind. That's introduced to you guys, the newbies who happen to be discovering the show for the very first time. So, we went over want, need, and afford. That's running the uh, potential customers through what they want, what they need, what they afford, what they can afford, and if there's any sense of urgency. Um, the spin framework, the one that I recommended for uh, wedding planners, asking questions about the situation that they are at, the problems that they are facing, the implications and the need payoff, that is spin. And then uh, we ran into uh, BANT, which is Budget Authority um, Needs and Timelines, something that I recommended, easy and handy to remember for wedding photographers who typically don't use uh, questionnaires and checklists as part of their sales process. We need to get into the money conversations, that's the B, the budget, to be sure that uh, our monetary expectations, the financials, to show that we all have the same expectations. Um, then um, authority, we need to be sure that we're speaking with the right person because sometimes we spend a lot of time with the groom only and find out that the decision rested with the bride or we spend a lot of time with the bride only and find out that the decision rested with her mom or we spend a lot of time, like I happened to do a couple of years ago, spend a lot of time with the bride and her mom and have that fantastic lunch only to find out that according to their own culture it's the groom's family that is going to make that decision and of course by the time i realized that uh, things lots of traction had happened on the other end and needless to say i lost out um big time yeah and all i had was a fantastic afternoon lunch uh, for that but of course you know fantastic lunch doesn't help to pay the bills okay so that's why authority is really important and then um the need and then uh, the timelines to be sure that there's some urgency and they're going to get ready to make a decision soon now why did we come up with all these issues we came up with all these issues because we were looking at a um and a bigger question, and that was, um, how do you influence um, strangers to buy, potential customers to buy? And uh, tied into that question was whether we should be influencing them to buy in the first place, whether we should be influencing them or trying to use any form of pressure. And the way that we came down on this issue, and I hope I have convinced you guys, was that you shouldn't influence or pressurize anybody to do anything um, in trying to get them to become your wedding clients, but rather you should look for the existing motivations that they already have and work with that. So don't pressurize anybody to pick you as the wedding planner or as the wedding photographer. Use a questioning framework, your checklist, because uh, wedding planners are really, really good at that. So for those of us who don't do um, chest, uh, sorry, checklists, like uh, wedding photographers uh, and maybe MCs or whatever. So this is the process that you run through to find out what existing motivation is there and then get them to pull the trigger. Because as we've seen regarding authority, like where I goofed up, there's no point in spending time in the wrong place. And then regarding timelines, uh, and I know a lot of us have goofed up, goofed up on that as well. There's no point in going in all hardcore, uh, you know, when you meet them, only to discover that the wedding is going to be um, next year. You should have taken a different, much more softer sales approach since the timelines that we're dealing with are uh, considerably 
more remote. So that is the reason why um, these things are important. So now uh, we'll look at the other half of the question on whether we can influence existing customers to buy. Now the idea behind it is that we have loyal customers. I mean, we have people that have bought from us before. So should we be pressurizing from them to uh, buy from us again? After all, that is a cardinal way that we can get to grow our businesses. People who have bought before, get them to either come back or to refer uh, some other people. So we did the wedding. Should we start pressurizing them for the naming ceremony, the baptism, or uh, what else? The baby shoot, you know, um, stuff like that. So the rationale is uh, similar. If you pressurize your your current customers, if you pressurize people who have bought from you in the past, people you know your former clients, into doing something, you're also putting yourself into the same um, dilemma. You uh, that means that um, you might be leading to buyer's regret or buyer's remorse if you take advantage of the fact that you guys are familiar and so you try and railroad them into a, um, a couple of stuff. Now, however, this doesn't mean that you should let go of the initiative in the sales process. As salespeople, we should always be taking the initiative. Now, with the uh, questioning frameworks that we looked at um, in the previous episodes, you know you can see that even though the decision is going to be up to them whether they buy ultimately, you do have a say in uh, determining how it is you guys move from A to B to C. And you're also running through these qualifications frameworks to be sure that uh, there's an absolute um, that there's a good fit and uh, and uh, that is a good fit and we're all moving in the same um, general direction. So qualifications frameworks are still important here, and all the things that we've discussed in the prior episodes also apply here. So even though we're dealing with just like when we're dealing with new customers, even though here we are people that we're really familiar with because we planned their wedding, um, you know, nine months ago, we still have to rely on existing buyer motivation uh, in order to get them to take that next step. So it's not just that um, it's automatic that 13 months ago we planned the wedding. So now it's a given that we are the ones who should plan the um, the naming ceremony or the uh, what's it called. You know whatever traditions that people have around uh, when whenever the the um, the baby um, the baby comes. So yes, um, there's an element of truth there that it will be easier in this situation because we have already established trust and credibility um, with these um, with these people. So just take it that uh, for everybody that you have shot their wedding, planned their wedding, MC their wedding, you've already established a certain level of trust and credibility with that client base. And um, and so, yes, you can rely uh, on that. But when it comes to um, existing customers, the qualifications framework and all the activity that we're going to do is uh, going to be done in the post-sales process. That means post-sales after the sales. So after the most um, recent purchase, there's a customer service conversation that we have to run through with um, customers that we have served um, in the past and uh, that we hope will serve, uh, that we will continue to serve them um, in the future. So it's qualifications frameworks now and customer service conversations. That is the framework that you have to have in mind when you're dealing with um, existing customers. And when I say existing customers, I'm using that in a loose term because in wedding, in the wedding industry, the wedding and event industry, we don't have existing customers per se. Not like DSTV that has you and I as existing customers because we you know uh paid for our bouquet last month and we'll 
and we did we're going to do it this month and next month and um, on and on so when i say existing customers i'm just trying to use a general sense so that other people in other industries who also happen to be listening to this podcast can also vibe with us as well so basically people who have bought from us um before in the past so in the future episodes of the podcast that is where we're going to be going we're now going to be looking at this overarching issue uh we have existing customers people that have bought from us before how do we influence them to buy should we influence them to buy and um, we're going to be looking at uh, i'm not going to rehash the qualifications frameworks because we've already done that but we're going to be looking at the art of um customer serv- uh, sorry customer service conversations the whole point of which is to make sure that everybody's happy and there were no problems and then it also leads up to the whole thing of um, follow-ups and follow-throughs and how we nurture the relationships with these um, category of people so those will be the future episodes that we're going to uh we're going to hop on in the next um, couple of days so again for those of you who are just um signing up who are just uh, subscribing or finding this podcast uh, for the first time this is based on some of the material that i shared with uh the seed builders um, tech hub in abuja where we're looking at some of their where the session was basically to look at some of their uh some of their client base, some of their community members, and then to um, see how we can solve the um, sales problem, get strangers to buy more, and, uh, sorry, get strangers to buy in the first place, and for those people who have already bought from them before, uh, to get them to buy more. So that's just a brief overview of what you hope to uh what we hope to cover in the next couple of days so thank you very much guys for listening to the sales for the nigerian wedding industry podcast i'm your host abuja based event and wedding photographer thank you very much for your time and attention you can subscribe to the show on whatever platform that you're listening to and even though primarily my audience my intended audience here is wedding professionals i know someone in the security space who listens to this um, when I say security, I mean actual security, like providing guards. And I also know someone who is in the financial services who listens to this. And so I'm glad that we have people from uh, different industries who are, we have people from uh, different industries who seem to get some um, value uh, from this show. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys on the next episode.